What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Work Talk Podcast, where I talk to Bay Area folks around what kind of work they're doing, whether it's their job, their business, their personal project, and what motivates them, what's their mindset. Today, I have my friend who I've known for a while, Mike, with me. And Mike, if you could tell myself and the listeners what you do. Hey, John. What's uh, up? Crazy to hear the podcast <laughs> intro without the, mu- without the music, you know. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate, and I appreciate you. If Listeners, if you don't know, Mike has been consistently listening to the podcast and giving me feedback. So that's what's up. He's a real good friend. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But yeah, I um, I work for a I would say a let's just call it an electric company. As an accounts analyst, I just I manage uh, the vendors that we work with, make sure that they get paid. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I was almost like accounts payable. So <clears throat> whenever we hire vendors to do work for us, right, um, we set up you know purchase orders and I create those and manage those. Yeah. System. yeah, that sounds like a solid job, and whenever we chat, I what I wanted you to be on the podcast for is because a lot of the people I was talking to are like, like YouTubers or people starting writing comics or hypnotists, right? Those kind of a jobs, a lot of fun stuff, yeah, <laughs> fun stuff. <laughs> but in my world, I you know, in my world, I talk to a lot of people who just have like a solid job and. I feel like a lot of people are missing out on the meaning of just hard work and having a job that that's solid. It may not be a sexy company that has like where you're going to feel like you fucking want to tell everybody about it, but it's just real good work that has meaning. And I like how we talk about that a lot because most people, that right there is all they need. Maybe their passion is their kids and work is kind of just the means, but it's good enough to supply them with that work-life balance or whatever whatever else. And I felt like that's kind of where you land, right? For the longest time, I don't know if I told you, like I had a really hard time finding a job uh, after college. I remember, like, yeah. I went we were, through... <laughs> me and you, like, dude, my resume sucked so bad. I went to career yeah. counselors. I changed, I hated job searching, man. We were, reading, my, we were reading each other's resumes and cover letters and you were giving me tips. And we went to that workshop, that resume workshop. Remember with that guy who was uh, he was like a nationally recognized resume writer, and he came in with pink shoes and jeans. <laughs> wait, at wait, San Francisco what, what State. That? SF State. San, yeah, remember? <laughs> yeah, I think, <laughs> I think I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was like, okay, I got to figure out this whole job search thing. Yeah, yeah, and like you know, when I first started, I was like, man, I gotta, I got, I gotta do something you know I really love, like I'm that that. Uh, that I'm passionate about, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that kind of, I guess, restricted me from applying to other jobs that I would be happy doing. You know, right, right. Um, so, yeah, yeah. And that right there. So in my job, I always say I'm a career counselor. I work with students, and I, I help them find a major, pick a career, help them find jobs and internships, but. Another side of my job, I work with companies looking to recruit students for jobs. And a lot of times yeah. these are companies that no one fucking knows, right? It's, right, right? it's the DHL that's like, we had solid jobs or the, all these other companies. 
And I'm like, yeah, man, that's true. All these students are wanting to apply to Google or Amazon. And, but not everyone's going to make it because supply and demand. And I think they're, they're, kind, they're overlooking these jobs with these other companies that can be just as meaningful. Right. But I think it's yeah, all because- comes down to self-awareness. Like everyone has to find out for themselves. I think everyone should try to do something they love, whether it's on a personal project or applying to a job that they love. But then from that experience, you're going to get some self-awareness and find out, is it really that important for me to get this job that I think looks cool or makes a lot of money because I want to be like the Wolf of Wall Street? Or, man, am I more simple and, and, and calm than that? And am I, am I looking for just for something simple, which sometimes may be uh, like a lot of these like nice jobs that people want will cause them to work 50 hours a week, 60 hours a week. It could be very yeah. stressful. But some people might say, you know what? Actually, I don't want all that. I want to spend some extra time with my parents who are sick and I want to spend the next five years with them and not miss a second if I can. And I'm like, that's, you know, everyone has their own thing. Self-awareness, I think, is huge. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's just, you know, um, you know, back to finding meaning at a job. I mean, you could be super passionate about your job and that could be great. But then you could also be super passionate and work, be working with people that you don't get along with. Mm. You know, you could be super passionate about your job, but you could also be working long hours. Mm, you know, right, so I right. think it's it's just these different factors point. that yeah, you know, there's this there's a sexiness behind you know today's you know generation about you know find something you're passionate about yeah, but that shouldn't be the only factor. I mean, it's a factor you should definitely consider, and it definitely it makes work easier. When I work with seniors graduating from college. They're always thinking about the job, the company. And then when they finish college and they get a job, they'll email me. Hey, you want to, uh, can we chat? I'm like, okay, cool, cool. I'll see them uh, a year after they've graduated. And I'm like, so what's up? How's it going? And I notice most of the time what they want to talk about is not the job, but the people they work <laughs> with, right? Yeah. Like whether it's yeah. their awesome boss or their shitty boss or their great coworkers right. or not. The people that you work with, really like make a big yeah, difference it makes, yeah, it makes a big difference man yeah you're gonna be interacting with these people and not only that like if you're really like a super let's say you consider yourself you know a super a super hungry individual and you want to be the best and top of your game you know when you go into corporate life or a job i mean this is not if you own a business or anything maybe it is i don't know because you know i've never owned a business before but people there you know they're super competitive they're hyper competitive these are hyper-competitive people that you're going to be working with, right? And you know, I, f- I feel like a lot of people say that they want something, but, you know, it's like what you talk about, the grind. Are people really, w- really willing to put in the work? And not just, you know, stay after hours, but are you willing to, uh, I guess, like... Not step over people's back, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. be willing to say things and do things that maybe you wouldn't do to a family member or a friend oh, to get I something see, that you I want. See. You know, because you know, at, at work, they always—I don't know if this is like a a corporate American culture type of thing—but they always try to spout how, uh, oh yeah, you know, we're like a family over here. You know, us right here, my coworkers are a family. Right. But you know, you don't fire. 
you don't fire your family member because they're late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No you matter know? what. Or they make a wrong decision yeah, about no, something. <laughs> no matter what, a business, you know, it, it wants to be a family feel, but it's, it's in the end, it's a business. And right. there was a businessman who I went to, a, you know, when we used to go to seminars a lot, they said, right. you may love your business, but in the end, your business will never love you. So yeah. it's a weird, like, you have to love your job, but you also have to know not love it so much. It's, it's weird. Yeah. And corporate culture, yeah. yeah, has that. We're all a family, but, but people could be competitive and wanting to move up. Right. And you, have, you have to sort of treat it like a, it is a competitive game. Yeah, that's what it is. It's a game. And I feel like people have, don't really know what the rules are of the game right they, they play by different rules right you know so. i think it's really interesting from someone who has their own business or works for themselves compared to working in a team or working with a company right. i think both are good it just depends on your style if you're the type that likes to work with the team there's good and bad the bad is yeah you may have to you can't just always do your own thing because you have to keep other people in mind the good is with the team, you could probably do a lot more shit or cooler shit than if you're just by yourself. Yeah. So being able to, so, so someone wants to work with a group of people and, and they're like, I don't need to be the top of my company or CEO or founder or start my own business. I could work with the team and be good. But knowing how to work with a team, I think that's a, that's a skill in and of oh, itself, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's where people talk about the corporate yeah. politics and stuff. Give feedback, but in a certain way where other people don't get offended. Right. right. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird balance. You know, uh, hold on, let me, let me plug in my laptop. Sure. <clears throat> Could you hear me? Yeah. Um, I feel like when working with a team... It's a weird balance of knowing each person and based off that person's personality type, you know how to then work with them. And you sort of have to, do you feel like it's important when you work with a team that you kind of, that you adjust your style for each person you work with or you, do you oh, stay yeah. consistent with just who you are and like, you know what, I'm assertive the whole way through and I'm going to be assertive with each type of person. No, yeah, you have to, I mean, I feel like maybe it's a, me and your style that we have the same thing, that you have to adjust to every person, Yeah, you know? And some person that, some people on a team, you, you maybe not even, don't even want to work with them. Yeah. You know? That could, be, that, that could be your relationship with that person on the team. Like, we're just not going to talk to each other. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because it's not productive. <laughs> all, right, all right, how do you... How do you work with someone that you don't like to work with? Oh, so can you say that again? I think you're kind of breaking up. Yeah. Let me make sure that connection's okay. Okay. How do you go about working with... make sure. Yeah, how do you go about working with a group and then there's some people that you just don't get along with? Um, I would say I just try to avoid confrontation. Yeah. Um, and if I get asked questions, I try to give a really direct answer, almost like yes or no. Mm -hmm. And when I ask questions, I try to be really as direct as possible. 
Yeah. Because um, I feel like I don't like working with people because, I mean, with a certain person, maybe because um, our personalities aren't the same. Maybe they're really like uh, extroverted all the time or something, and I can't manage that energy. Right, right. <laughs> like they can. So I just try to get the information I need or give the information I need uh, in the most direct way as possible. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What's your advice for some of these uh, people who's eventually going to get these jobs? I'm always thinking about the perspective of the young adults just because I see them all the time. All right. So <clears throat> someone's about to graduate from college or they're about to get a job, work with this big corporate company. Yeah, would you give them what kind of advice would you give them? Um, <clears throat> I would say be really mindful of your uh, personal finances. Like once you start, once you find a job, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. uh, once you start generating income, <clears throat> you know, me and you, we talk about Dave Ramsey a lot, and yes, yes, you know, have, about cutting debt and saving money. Um, and that's the thing that really changed my life and really gave me the power, I think, to really feel that I don't, like, you know, <clears throat> once, you, once you're really good with your personal finances, you're kind of not, you're kind of ready for an emergency. You're kind of ready, yeah. like, if you were to get laid off or if you were to get fired or lose your job, you don't fear it as much because you know you've taken these steps so, you know, personally, you're, you're okay and you could survive. Mm -hmm. There's, a, there's like that a peace of mind. There's a... Yeah. I, I feel like there's a lot of things I could do now because I don't have to worry about this. Right, right. Uh, or you could be more honest at work or you could, you know, you don't, you don't feel as stressed out all the time. Yeah. So, so, yeah. That, so what you're trying to say is what you would tell the, the college student is, all right, when you get your first paycheck, don't don't spend it on dumb shit. Yeah, don't spend it on dumb shit. You know, <laughs> if you can, uh, try and work on your student loans if you do have that or yeah. clear off any credit card debts or anything like that you might have. Yeah. Uh, take a listen to Dave Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> no, it did feel good. When I paid off my credit, my debt, I'm like, it's, it's a good-ass feeling. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good advice. Could you imagine, like, uh, yeah. Telling, that's true. I could see a lot of people splurging when they when they get their first job, right? Yeah, and then a credit card bill comes in, and then they have all these stresses at work. They're like, "Oh man, mm -hmm. yeah. I got to pay these credit yeah. card bills." Or and it reminds me <laughs> of yeah, I think my my parents they always complained about money, all that stuff, and I think that's why when I got older, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna make sure I got this whole thing taken care of, and I, I feel blessed that I say I. I feel blessed that I can say I don't really have a lot of money problems. I'm not that I'm not that I'm rich, right, right. but that's but just because I look at life in a very minimalistic way, and and I I know what's important for me, and I budget right, and I'm happy with it, and and I'm and I'm happy. That's what that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Finances. That's good. Yeah. I think that's solid talk, though. But I, I, I like how we talked about this because I haven't talked about this with all my other guests. It was usually about them working on a personal project or business. But what we talked about is what I talk about with 80, 85, 90% of the people I talk to in regards to what's their career goal. 
And so right. this is, I feel like this is a, a realistic talk. I do think though it's important. I am a big pusher of kind of, you know, that grind and that hustle kind of fad that's going on. For me, for me, the reason why is because I really like the whole, uh, just the journey, I guess you could say. Right. That's why I like to push for it. But I think that entrepreneur mindset is good to have, even if you're trying to start a business, but also if you're trying to um, find out what you want to do or, or if you get a job, I think it's good to have that mindset. But I, I also think that you may not keep that mindset, but I think it's important to try it out to see if you do. Because I think so much people oh, yeah. never, sometimes they'll always play under the radar with their jobs and careers, always try to do the bare minimum. And I think those are the ones who yeah. end up having those jobs that they hate or they end up yeah. 10 years later, they're in a job they don't like. They're drinking in a bar and they have that oh shit moment like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? And I think it's because those people have never, they've never tried stepping up to the plate and swinging. So I think everyone yeah. should try and feel what that's like and then just see if that's for you. And if not, then fine. It's great. Playing a supportive role with the company is perfectly great and that's what can make you happy. But at least now you know. And I think, so my biggest advice and I, this is what I tell students is just try something as much as you can because it's all about self-awareness and from the self-awareness that's where you're going to find out what makes you happy and that's how you're going to be able to find meaning through things because now you've had experiences so yeah I'm just preaching yeah no I definitely <laughs> yeah no I definitely agree yeah I definitely agree I think I <clears throat> I like I like your philosophy about that especially it's you know a lot of people feel that if you want to start a business or a project, you have to dedicate all these resources to it or whatever, mm -hmm. but you really don't, you right. know, just time. You don't need, especially in today's, in today's time, you don't need money to start up a business. Yeah. You don't need, you don't need many things. Right? <laughs> it's so easy now. <laughs> yeah, it is a lot easier. Though. Yeah. All right. That's it. Thanks, Mike, for being on the podcast. Listeners, I appreciate your time. My next guest, I have to confirm, might be my mentor for my job, which I do job development for. I have to confirm with him if that's going down this Sunday. All right, everyone. Thanks again, Mike. You guys have a good one.